Welcome back to Brain Body Movement, the podcast for those interested in everything nutrition, training, and mindset. I'm one of your hosts, Brad, and I'll be joined by my co-host, Brock. In today's episode, we gave you 10 health hacks that have helped us throughout our health and fitness journeys, and we hope that they help you too. Also, if you enjoyed this episode, could you please share it with family and friends that might get value from it too? Don't forget to tag us on Instagram so we know that you're listening. Thanks again. We hope you enjoy this episode. Okay, so hacking is all the rage nowadays, <laughs> Big Bad Brad. Biohacking for anything and everything, blue light blockers, you name it, ice baths, it's all the rage. So let's dip our toes in the ice bath cold water and give away some of our health hacks that we think can potentially help our lovely listeners. Mm-hmm. I'll uh, I'll let you take the floor first and uh, we might just go tit for tat back and forth with some health hacks. Some may seem ridiculous, but yep. hey, we're giving them, so take them as you will. Yep, take them as you will. And you may do some of these already and you may be like, oh, that's obvious. But for some people listening out there, it may not be obvious. So these are some of the hacks that we enjoy that we don't even think about, but we just have them in our general day-to-day, really. Um, and my first one, is to hide any highly processed foods that you have in the house. So the first, obviously, step of... The best step is not to have them in the first place, but if you have to have them or for some reason someone brings them over and then you've got them, hide them in a different cupboard that you have your normal food. Because I remember I sometimes I'll buy something to get chips for a weekend away and then I'll just like have a packet and I'll just chuck it in a cupboard in my bedroom somewhere out of the way and it's nowhere near where I normally would get food and it's a great hack because like a month or two later, I was like, oh, shit, that's some zombie of chips. How good is that? Five, so, six months later with yeah. three cockroaches, mold. <laughs> exactly. And then you wouldn't have to eat it. So it's the perfect <laughs> it's the perfect hack of just not having it. And just don't have it visible. Um, and yeah, that, that would be my first one. Yeah, I love that. And I do that myself. So I store chocolate in the house. I have it on the bottom shelf of the pantry, right down the bottom. Um, and it's out of plain eyesight, uh, things that I am or eat regularly uh, that are great options for me, bang, right front and center in in my eyeline. So, yeah, uh, hide the highly processed foods because if they're in your eyesight, it's going to be, damn, I want them. It's like when people go to a bar, right, and they're maybe having a, a few frothies at a bar and the nuts are on the table. You just... Just keep reaching for the nuts and you just keep eating the nuts and next minute the nuts are gone and the guy comes the bartender comes over and he refills the nuts and you just you just keep eating the nuts. It's because they're there. If they weren't there, you wouldn't even be thinking about nuts. But because they're in your eyesight and they're there, you're like, Yep, I'll keep dipping into the nuts. So yep. yeah. Get them out of your eyesight and then you won't be thinking about them. All right, my first one now. Sorry, ladies, this one is is just for the blokes. <laughs> uh but if you wake up in the middle of the night to go to the toilet Sit down to pee. Now, the reasoning behind this to me is you don't turn the light on. So turning that light on, that bright light wakes you up and it makes you alert for the day because it mimics the sun. So if you sit down to pee, there's no need for you to turn the light on because you don't have to aim. Now, ladies, you do this naturally. So it's, it's all, all good for you. But us us blokes that stand on two feet and have to meticulously aim where we, where we uh, fire away at, uh, take that, take that, take that aiming process out. Sit down. No need to turn the light on, and you can, uh, yeah, go back to sleep much easier. Yep, 
Yeah, I, I, I do this as well. So, <laughs> this is I said this, I, I recommended this to, a, to, to an older client who says he uh, has trouble with waking up multiple times in the night to pee. And I said, uh, are you turning? And he's like, I really struggle to get back to sleep. I'm like, are you turn the light on? He's like, yeah, how else would I aim? I'm like, well, sit down and you don't have to aim. He's like, what? Oh, I'm not a chick. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's the thing. That's the thing. I'm like, I'm like, just sit down. It's a luxury. You might even enjoy it. Who knows? <laughs> exactly. And you're getting a squat in as well at night. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It is a good one. So, so then you can't miss. Um, and there won't be like pee on the, on the seat in the morning. Yeah. You do. Yeah. Forget exactly. to put it up. <laughs> but check, check that it is down in case it's, it's up. If you are living with other blokes and they do turn the light on, yeah, you don't see, want to sit see, on the toilet. See, I live on my own, and that's the thing I do before I go to bed is make sure that toilet seat is down. Mm-hmm. Yep. And if you live with a partner, you got to keep that toilet seat down, or else <laughs> get upset. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. No, that's a good one. Um, all right. Hack number three, total for three, is take the stairs where possible. So taking the stairs, if you're in a building and there's a lift, even if it's like one floor, fair enough if it's 10 floors, but maybe even just go off on floor eight and you go up a couple of stairs. It's a great little hack um, just to increase your exercise and what do you call it? Neat. Neat, yeah. Get get your neat up, I guess. Um, and I like doing the old double steps as well. So it's even like kind of turns into a big lunge. Oh, hack yeah. within a hack. Hack within a hack. It's like Inception. <laughs> so there you go. Um, I, I love doing that one. Um, you can run up them as well. Just be, just be mindful if it's an escalator that the the stairs are quite are quite sharp. If you if you do fall over, uh, so yeah. So one one that one that baffles me at airports. You know how that they're, they're not escalators. You're not going up a, up up height anywhere. But those escalators that walk along that you you, you can. Still walk on, but mm-hmm. they're still moving. The amount of people that just go and stand on them so they can use their phone, uh, like you got legs, brother. Yep. Use, use your legs, even if that, even if you do go on the escalator because potentially you're in a hurry and you're like, okay, if I walk plus the the momentum of this uh, travelator, is it is that better? I think it is a travelator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. So if you're walking on the travelator, you can essentially walk faster for the same amount of effort. Then I see some merit there, but. Otherwise, just use your legs. Hey, like, 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 go, go for a walk. So, yeah, that that's a that's a great tip. Use use the stairs. One that infuriates me is escalators. Like people just go and they stand on and they wait till they get to the top. If you if your knees are fine, if your joints are fine, use your legs. Walk up the stairs. Don't uh, don't be lazy. Yeah, and and stay. Where what was it in London? Like you got to stay on the right side. Do you? Uh, you left in on? London, I believe it? it's right. Yeah, left it left in London. Is it? Okay. Yeah, because I I would always be going up the right. Cause oh, that's be right. Because I'm always up the right. So yeah, yeah, Just yeah. Smash it up those stairs. <laughs> okay, health hack number four: customize your phone settings to turn on and off. So what I mean by this is you can um, customize do not disturb. So it comes on at a certain time and then gets removed at a certain time. You can even do this specifically within Instagram now. Instagram has quiet mode, which I also use. Uh, it, you can do it with your light settings on your phone. So let's say when the sun goes down, you can uh, mimic the sunset and you can turn all the blue light off your phone screen from from sunset. And you can actually uh, time in your settings with your, uh, no, for iPhone for sure, within your phone that 
you it goes down at the sunset of your local area. So let's say the sun sets at 6.50, then that setting will come on at 6.50. Let's say the sun sets at 6.20 because you're moving more towards winter, then it'll come on at 6.20. So it will actually go off the, the sunset where you are. So that would be that would be health hack number four, would be time settings in your phone to uh, mimic the the rise and fall of the sun or even just to wind down before bed. So do not disturb for me every night comes on seven 30. Do I not use my phone after that? No, sometimes I'll still use my phone, but I'm not getting the notification pop up. So therefore I'm not going to reach for my phone straight away or want to reach for my phone straight away. I actually have to go into my phone, open it and then look at it. So that's the two for me. Do not, do not disturb quiet mode in Instagram and the light settings. Yeah, that's a good one. I've got, all them on as well. Um, I didn't know about the Instagram one until I saw your silent mode on your Instagram. <laughs> How did this fucker do that? And I just, because <laughs> it said like, yeah, he's in now quiet mode. I'm like, I want quiet, quiet mode. mode as well. So I've set that up. So that That's a great one. Um, yeah. And the notifications at night, especially because um, I don't want people calling me um, like past, I think I've got it set maybe quarter past eight, I think. Um, and my dad, he loves calling me late at night. So I've just said to him, I'm like, I'm not going to answer if it's like after quarter past eight because of my silent mode and that. And he's like, oh, okay, okay. So he's calling me a bit earlier now, which is great. <laughs> um, and the blue light as well. I have that specifically set to a certain time only because I just like going to bed at a certain time and it just switches off with that. The thing with the sunset and sunrise is if you're in, say, a country that maybe the sun doesn't set or it sets yeah. really, really late and you want to go to bed, say, like, if you were in London, it'd be like 10, 11 o'clock in, during summer. You're like, I want to go to bed earlier. Maybe, you know, shut that down before. And that's where some blackout blinds will help, obviously, if it's late at night. So that's just another thing. But for us in Australia, I think it wouldn't matter too much with the with the blue light. So with that as well, for those that are watching us, I've got it set up on my phone. So here's my phone screen now. And if I tap the side button three times, it goes goes red and releases the blue light straight away. If I then tap it again three times, it goes back to normal. So you can set it that it's just a simple couple of taps on the side of your phone and Bob's your uncle away to go. And that, that takes away having to have it set up with time, sunset, whatever it may be. You can just go, okay, I want to wind down now. One, two, three, bang, all the blue light goes. Yeah. All right, hack number five is to have your alarm away from arm's reach. So you have to get up in the morning. Um, and a tip on the a hack on the hack is don't snooze because then you train your brain to keep snoozing and then you'll stay in bed for a lot longer than you want and then you'll be late for work and late for the day and getting after it. So if it's away, I've got my sun alarm and then it brightens up the room and I've got to turn that off. I've got to get out of bed to turn that off. So if once you're up, you're up. That's the hardest part, just getting out of bed. So move it away. If, you, if your alarm is your phone, just put your phone away from your bed so you actually have to get out of bed to get up if you find it hard to get up. Yeah, this is a hack that I need to implement myself because I'm extremely guilty of this. Oh, yeah. So what I do is I, I have my sun alarm come on uh, roughly six, seven minutes before my actual alarm is set on my phone um, because the sun, for those that don't have a, the sunlight alarm, it, it gradually um, builds up in brightness over 30 minutes. And then after the 30 minutes, um, 
it's some sort of noise comes on. Now, I have it come on, so I wake up to the light and then I'll lay in bed and I'll do what I call is like a like a body scan. I'll feel into my toes, ankles, calves, move my way up my body, see if there's any aches and pains anywhere or if I take it easy on training that day, how I feel. So I'll do a little body scan in bed and then when the actual alarm goes off on my phone, I then hit that and then bang, I bounce out of bed straight away. So I could probably be a bit better with that light alarm coming on and wake up out of bed, but it's just nice. It, you can see, if you can see it gradually getting brighter. So it's, I don't mind laying there and just feeling into my own body and just being present for a bit. But, yeah, for yeah. sure. Like it, it's good. I think like no more than like five minutes, just laying there. It's good. Like once you pass that five minutes, oh, I it's, think, no, it's definitely not more than five minutes. No, yeah. yeah. I think yeah. that's a good, a good gauge of like, all right, I've been here for five minutes. It's ready to get up. It's when you're like 10, 15, 20, and then it's like... Oh, some people that set like six, seven alarms, and it's like, oh, I've got to get up at 4.40 in the morning. So they set one at like 4.22, 4.25, 4.28, 4.31. That would do my head in hitting snooze all that times. You just fall back to sleep, and then bang, you're up again. Like, just get up. (laughs) Yeah. Well, Well, I said all those... You could have had 20 minutes more of sleep if you didn't set all those other bloody alarms. (laughs) Yeah, that's the thing. Um, and I guess another caveat on that as well is if uh, your missus wants cuddles in the morning, <laughs> you've got to just wake up that little bit earlier so she gets the morning cuddles. <laughs> so Not a problem I face. <laughs> <laughs> just for the people out there. Okay, health hack number six. And this one is quite simple, but it's for those of us that enjoy natural peanut butter. So it's just peanuts, maybe a little bit of salt. There's no preservatives or or crap put into it, store your peanut butter upside down. So everyone knows that when you get your jar of natural peanut butter, at the top, it's quite oily. So if you store it, and, and then when you get to the bottom, it's like you're like chipping away at a rock. Like if <laughs> it's so rock hard at the bottom. If you store it upside down, then every time you turn it, you can get a nice consistency of peanut butter store it upside down and it doesn't pool and get rock hard at the bottom and all the, with all the oil rising to the top because you're moving it up and down each time. So that's a sneaky little hack that I've I've learned and all my butter, uh, sorry, all my peanut butter is now stored upside down for this reason. Now, I do want to warn people because I don't want people to store it upside down and uh, <laughs> turn the peanut butter upside down, open it, take the lid off because peanut butter will be stuck to the lid. So you will have to <laughs> sort of unscrew your lid lift it off slightly, let a bit of air in and gravity will do its work. The peanut butter will fall off the lid. So it does take a little bit longer when opening the peanut butter. Otherwise, peanut butter can't go everywhere. I learned that lesson myself. Oh, <laughs> yeah, right. Interesting. And th- and this still works even if you've like stirred it in together? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So you, you tip it upside down and if I was to walk to my pantry right now, you'd see a uh, guy buy peanut butter. I've got like six jars of it. And you can you can see yes, um, you do. just general. Oh uh, well, my six, fa- six my, fa- five, yeah. my favorite brand was half price, and I love peanut butter, so I just stocked up on it. Um, it it's upside down, and you can't actually see peanut butter at the the bottom because it's a glass jar. You can't actually see the peanut the butter at the very bottom because it's all fallen to like the lid, and it'll just stay there in the oil pool on top. And then I'll eventually flick it upside down, and she's good to go. Oh, there you go, love it. How good, all you peanut butter lovers yeah. out there. You hadn't heard that one? Ah, I haven't. Well, the thing is, I don't have much peanut butter, like very ah, rarely. Okay. Maybe like once once or twice in a week or so. So it's not it's not much. It's not like every day. 
Yeah, I'm every day. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. yeah. It's just right now it's quite high calorie for what I want to do. So yeah, I I've got to be strategic with when I have the peanut butter because it can add up yeah. <laughs> quite quickly. <laughs> yep. All right, health hack number seven: float an egg to see if it's off. Now I know I recently just brought this one up probably two, three episodes ago. Um, mm-hmm. And I know you didn't know this one. So obviously maybe people out there also don't know. Um, came about when I was just growing up, when my, my parents had chickens and would always have to go grab the chickens every morning or night whenever we did. And then we'd all have to bring them in and mum be like, all right, let's float them now. So get a big bulge, put them in there. Um, this goes, if you obviously have chickens, you would most likely know that hack. But if you buy them from the store, and you've had them in the fridge for a while and you see the use by date or best before whatever's on there and you're not too sure with it, just fill up some water, make sure there's obviously enough water in it so then it has room to float if it needs be and just drop it in there. Don't drop, drop so it smashes it, but like just place it in there and then it'll it'll float if it's if it's off. So if it's good to it's good to eat if you just have it down there in the bottom and then you're ready to have your eggs and you don't have to waste it and, and worry about all these arbitrary use by or best before dates that they put on there just in case. And obviously you'll smell it if it's bad because we had some, <laughs> we had some eggs that we, I think were underneath the tree for a while. <laughs> and I was like, well, yeah, mom's like, well, they're not good. I'm like, yeah, probably not. So try that next time. I actually used this one recently. So I had, um, mum has, uh, lots of chickens out at her place and I, uh, get the free range eggs from her and phenomenal eggs but they'd sat in my fridge for a while I just hadn't been home and cooking for a couple of weekends and I don't really cook eggs during the week I just am not home to to cook so I was like oh how long have these eggs been in here I've got no idea and then I was like Brad said to float an egg yeah <laughs> float she's she's no good so I put them in the in the bowl sunk to the bottom i'm like sweet i'm good to eat them brad says <laughs> if, I get, if, if i get sick it's all on it's all on brad <laughs> i've got no responsibility <laughs> so it is it is one that i've used myself and it does work so that the one that i knew before that was if you if you shake it near your um ear and it rattles then then it's no good but yeah the, the, the floating one's much easier just get a get a bowl fill it with water make sure she can sink and it's all good to go. Exactly right. Okay. Health hack number eight. Now, for those of us who uh, have wearables, and by wearables, I mean an aura ring, a smartwatch, uh, even your phone, um, an AirPod case, have a USB point in your bathroom. So usually when I shower, if I happen to be wearing my aura ring or my watch, I take it off to jump into the shower. So rather than having to leave one of these things on overcharge overnight or during a day when I may be moving, I just bang, plug it on charge. It gets however long I'm in the shower for or bang. If I'm brushing my teeth, bang, it gets two minutes of charge. It just gets these little bouts of charge during the day when I'm doing trivial tasks. Uh, I am bald. I shave my head once a week while I'm shaving my head. Bang. There's a USB point in the bathroom. I just, I charge my phone, my aura ring and my watch all at once they all get fully charged during that one period of the week so that's a little a little hack is uh if you spend as long in the toilet as brad does you you 
you can whack your watch on charge whilst you're uh whilst you're on the toilet and she'll probably be fully charged with how long Brad spends in the toilet. It's gonna be overcharged, yeah. mate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, a a USB point in the bathroom, which I heard um on another podcast, but honestly it is it's been phenomenal. So it's just that that little five to ten minutes once or twice a day, bang, it's enough charge to to essentially keep my watch going. So my watch only gets that charge. I never charge it at night. I never charge it during the day. It's only charged whilst I'm in the shower or whilst I'm shaving. And that's it. And it never runs out of battery. It never really gets below 50%. It's just enough to top her up and keep going. Mm, yeah, because those Apple watches, they they suck the juice. I, I just put mine on yeah. charge at, at night. Um, yeah, because you've got an aura ring. But not, not everybody has both. That's, that's the thing. So for those that, that don't have both and they're just using say an aura ring or they're they're just using a watch i then, get you i get you yeah yeah we've got both so it's, it's so much easier to just track the watch at night yeah I, I, yeah I don't i don't i don't do that though the watch stays off at night on the on the kitchen counter uh the bathroom counter and then when i get up walk through my bathroom go to the toilet i pop it on charge as i go to the toilet come back out pop it on bang it's actually it's actually a, a really great hack, and I highly recommend it to people. You can put anything in there. So I've got three charging. So I've got a, a four prong USB thing in the wall. One's my Aura Ring. One's a um, iPhone charger that sometimes I'll also charge my AirPods on it. If I'm walking around the house, I'll charge my AirPod case. Um, one's got a one for my Razor, which is off a of USB, and the other one is my watch. So the four points are are all taken up, and yeah, it's great. Highly recommend it. Mm, yeah, just charge charge everything right near water, nice and nice and safe. Right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's 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 the only caveat. But I mean, they're they're actually putting them in PowerPoints now, right? USB. Yeah. So I, I can't really see there being an issue with it. I mean, they used to have what do they have in hotels? They had those shaver um, things, wasn't it? Yeah, shaver things. They have blow dryers that just stay plugged into the like. I can't see it being a major deal. Just obviously, don't go pouring water directly onto it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I do have to throw that caveat out there because on on like blow dryers and stuff and hair dryers, they've got a warning: do not use in the shower. Like who's trying to yeah. dry their hair whilst in the shower? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because there's also those um, uh, what do you call it? The charges that you can just cableless charges, Char- charging pads. Yeah, the charging pads. So you could have yeah. that in the kitchen as well. And if you don't have your phone, you just chuck that on your phone as well. Um, yeah especially night out, I had to get a fast charger as well for my phone because my phone's getting pretty old. I'm probably going to get a new one. But yeah, it does drain the battery quite a lot throughout the day. So I've had to charge it throughout the day as well. And the fast chargers as well really gets you, I think it's like half an hour, 50%. So that's the first 50. Obviously, that's a lot easier than the last 50, but yeah. Or get a portable charger if you're around traveling. That's also a good one. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's just easy because, like, do you take your watch off when you jump in the shower? Yeah. Yeah. Bang. Sometimes I do. Sometimes then. I do. Yeah. I don't know. I feel yeah. weird. I'm like, I know it's splash proof, waterproof, whatever. I can go in there with it, but I just, I like having a shower all without everything on me. Yeah. I, I'd rather clean the, the skin underneath, underneath the watch. So I take the watch off, bang, it goes on charge, get out the shower, and then. Nine times out of ten, I'm usually brushing my teeth after the shower. So the time in shower plus the time brushing teeth is enough to keep me charged right the way through. Never goes flat. Never even get a notification of your low battery. Oh, good, mate. (laughs) All right. 
Health hack number nine, use a habit to end your eating for the day. So what I usually do is have a nice chamomile tea and that is my habit slash prompt for me. Uh, this is the last thing I'm going to have for the day and I'm not going to eat after that. Other people can maybe brush their teeth. So if you do have, if you do struggle with um, eating after a certain time at night, implement something like this in could potentially stop that barrier of like, oh, I've had my teeth, so maybe I won't, I won't eat anymore or I brush my teeth and then you have that, that toothpaste feel in your mouth and then that food will just taste disgusting afterwards and then yeah, you brush your teeth again. Yeah, ruins the taste of the food. Yeah, mm. so something like that, like do something at the end of the day to go, okay, this is my last drink of the day or last habit for the day, whatever it is. I, I like the tea one or brushing your teeth would be the main ones for me to, to end the day of eating because you can just mindlessly just keep going, like just keep on eating, especially if you're watching something. But if you're like, no, nah, this is my tea. This is the last I'm done for the day. You're not even thinking about it. So I really like that one for if you do struggle with eating late at night. All right, let's combine a couple of hacks here. So the hack I gave earlier about your phone settings, set an alarm for the same time every night. Let's say, I don't know, 7 o'clock, 7.15, you set that alarm, the alarm comes on, it says, have a chamomile tea. You have your chamomile tea, signifies the eat, the end of eating for that day. So you can combine the two hacks and have a little hack baby. <laughs> but it. yeah, I, I, I really like that. So teas for me, I was actually going to have tea as a, as, a, as a completely separate health hack um, altogether when, when dieting. I mean, no calories, a little bit of flavor to, to your water. Um, Takes you a while to drink it as well. Yeah, exactly. If you're having a caffeinated one, like a green tea, or um, yeah, the caffeine can be an appetite suppressant as well. So that's another caveat to throw in there. But if you are ending your day with a tea, make sure it doesn't have caffeine in it. So I do, I do want to do want to mention that one. Like, yes, I that's why I said have a chamomile. Tea. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> herbal, herbal teas or stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, but it doesn't even have to be that. Like, um. There's a sugar-free hot chocolate. There's a sugar-free um, caramelized drink as well. Um, yeah. like, I just can't remember the brand. Is it Avalanche the brand maybe? But you could just have that. Like if you don't like tea, you could have, have that. That contains a few calories, but even that could signal, signal the end of your day for you. Or it could be brushing your teeth or it could be the alarm coming on or it could be the, the, the uh, purely red light on your phone coming in. It could be anything, just something to signal of like okay i'm i'm done with eating for the day no more calories to be consumed that's it it's a hard and fast rule with me exactly right okay health hack number 10 the final one eat something that you love every single day now if this helps with sustainability and adherence so if you're going through your day and you're like oh i didn't really enjoy anything i ate today how long are you going to be able to adhere to that diet now, I'm not saying you should eat a donut every single day if you love donuts. I'm not saying you should eat ice cream every single day if you love ice cream. Just make a meal or opt for a food that you enjoy eating every single day. Now, that could be you really like eating protein oats. Eat some protein oats. It could be, okay, there's a there's a low-calorie, like a, a halo top or some form of high-protein, low-calorie ice cream. You're like, okay, I'm going to have half of that tub which I find blasphemy. You got to eat the whole thing. 
but I'm going to have half of that tub of ice cream. I'm going to save the calories for it at the end of my day and I'll really enjoy eating that. And that can also be the signaling of the end of my days. I, I have something I enjoy and eat. It's going to help with adherence and it's going to ultimately keep you on your um, sticking to your, your calorie needs in order to achieve your fat loss goal. Now, I would argue that that food is the most important food of your entire diet because it allows you to adhere to your diet and you don't feel as that you're overly restricting. If you feel like you're over-restricting, it's like, oh, when can I have this food? When can I have this food? When can I have this food? But because you're allowing yourself to have this food, you're not constantly dwelling about it and thinking about it. I say purple elephant. What are you thinking about right now? I guarantee you're thinking about a bloody purple elephant. So yeah, allow yourself to have something that you love every single day. It will help you adhere to your diet and ultimately achieve long-term sustainable results. Oh, couldn't have said it better myself. If you start to restrict certain foods and say, I can't have this, can't have that, the first thing you want on day one is that exact thing. So having it every day is great. Um, it It's one of those things as well that you've got to be careful with if it's a food that is a trigger for you um, and that makes you binge, maybe potentially look at look at that as well because sometimes it is good to, all right, maybe I know that when I have just one of them, I'm going to want more and I'm going to go to the shops and I'm just going to blow out. So fair enough, maybe pick something else that you, you enjoy because I know that, yeah, you know, you just can't have one caramel or koala. You can have three as <laughs> <laughs> so we know. So what's interesting is that that actually helped me getting over. So I was a, a quite chronic restrain, restrict and then binger. And what helped me get over that was I would actually, let's say I would have, rather than buying a, a block of chocolate and having a row, I would just buy like two pieces or, or four pieces of the chocolate. And I would just allow myself to have that. And I would make it, no, you can't go back to the supermarket. You've gone and got this. That's all you can have. So there's two different takes on it there. Of, of how you can approach that, but just know who you are. And if, if you're going to have a food that triggers you and you're like, no, nah, I'm going back to the shops now, then yeah, don't, don't, don't go for a, go for a trigger food. But yeah, it can be something like I quite enjoy eating salmon. So let's say I'm really, really clean with my diet throughout the rest of the day. I then go, okay, I'm going to enjoy salmon. So I'm going to have salmon. It's still quote unquote a clean food and healthy food choice, but I enjoy eating it. So it's something that I enjoy eating and, and will ultimately help me adhere to my diet long-term. So it doesn't yeah. have to be a calorie-dense food choice. It can still be no. something that is healthy and aligns with your with your goals, but you enjoy eating it. Yeah, exactly. Like crumb chicken and potatoes taste delicious with gravy. Like, <laughs> damn, I'm so hungry right now, bro. <laughs> so, <laughs> you're telling me I could have like whatever I want. I'm just like, oh, shit, no, I need to have like, some food. <laughs> No, that, that's, some, that's a, a good one for sure. Okay, so that's a wrap for the health hack episode. Let us know if you like these, if you use them, um, and we may consider doing more health hack episodes in the future. But for now, we just want to say thank you so much for listening to us. If you enjoyed or took any value at all from this episode, we'd really appreciate it if you took a screenshot and shared to your Instagram stories. Don't forget to tag us at brain.body.movement, at Brad Dapper, and at Brock underscore Dalgleish. We would also love if you shared it with family and friends and left us a five-star review. And don't forget to turn on post notifications so you don't miss an episode in the future. But before we go, if we can leave you with a few things, make your damn bed, go.
get your steps in and be kind to one another. Cheers. I reckon they're good, those little health hacks. Yeah, man. Oh, fuck. I wasn't recording.